0: Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. Let's continue to listen to my participation as part of a roundtable of podcast historians. The topic involved history on film. If I could produce a big-budget movie about any historic person, who would it be? Join me as I attempt to convince my fellow historians of the Parthenon Podcast Network that George Washington has what it takes to be an exciting, modern-day action-adventure hero.
1: Hollywood is calling and the top producers have a huge task. They want to know what movies history podcasters want to make. Mark's pitch for George Washington, Mark would choose to produce if given this amazing opportunity. It's really interesting that you bring up that it's taking one scene, basically, and focusing it around that Newberg Address. I think that was one of the failings for Lincoln is that they tried to cover too much. There really has never been anything done like that. There was a miniseries with Jeff Daniels, maybe the late 90s, early 2000s, but that was a kind of a lower budget affair that this is the big blowout that George Washington deserves. It was around the Dumb and Dumber Jeff Daniels
2: era.
0: Yeah, and it was hard to imagine him as Washington because of the Dumb and Dumber hit movie, but I think he did a good job. It was a TV movie, which was well made,
2: but not the big budget blockbusters I'm planning to make. So I have many, many thoughts on this. Mark, thanks for bringing it up, because you're absolutely right. The father of the nation has not had a film that is equal to his stature as an American president and the father of the nation a few thoughts. The first thought is that I know a professor and he teamed up with a screenwriter and actually wrote a script about the Newberg conspiracy specifically. So there is a script out there and the professor's name is James Kirby Martin, who's a wonderful man, great professor, and he specializes on that. So it's out there. But the other thing I was going to say is that Ronald Maxwell, the director of the film Gettysburg, classic film, 1993 and Gods and Generals, he actually was going to direct a movie about George Washington, and he had a guy who did a screen test. The actor's name is Jillian Vanover, J-I-L-O-N, first name, Vanover, V-A-N-O-V-E-R. And he actually did a screen test where he does the Newberg speech, and it was filmed in 2005, and he actually posted it on his social media on Instagram. You can actually watch him doing the Newberg speech. And so this movie was going to be made in 2005, and then it wasn't made. And so it's very unfortunate, but it would have been around the same time as the John Adams miniseries. And I think your recommendations are great. I never thought about Henry Cavill. I don't know how people feel about this, but I always felt that maybe a younger Christian Bale would have been a great choice for George Washington. He just kind of has, to me, he just kind of seems to have some of the same features as Washington did. And he's six foot, so he's a little short, but, you know, he's not too short, I think, for the role. So I didn't know he was that tall. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's kind of metamorphic. I mean, he played Dick Cheney for crying out loud in a movie, but. At any rate, yeah, just some of those thoughts, but it would be so fascinating. I wish they would have made the movie at some point. I'm
3: imagining the American psycho Christian Bale. Look at that powdered wig, the subtle off-white coloring,
0: the tasteful thickness of it. Oh, yeah, a man can dream. But yeah, he could do anything.
2: (laughs) Now, do you guys think that a movie like this could be made in our present political climate? well they would force you to put certain aspects into it and i think we know what aspects that would be and they would probably have a big role in the movie i think it would be a lot harder to make it now the pendulum would have to swing back in hollywood because we all know what it's like there it would focus exclusively on his relationship with slaves and
3: right you know take 2023 political issues exclusively is the right word yes <laughs> I will say the Turn was okay. You mentioned that. And there is some shoehorning of contemporary events. And when I watched it, I thought, I can just imagine the studio notes and producers trying to make it even worse than what it was. So one of the writers of the show, it was based on a book called Washington Spies, and the author was also a writer. So I talked to him briefly, and it sounded like he was really doing his best to keep it as true as possible. But with producers and their greasy fingers all over everything, it's hard. One brief thing I'll mention real quickly, in anticipation of this conversation, I went to ChatGPT and I asked it what 10 casting recommendations it would make. And we have a lot here that have already been mentioned. And Jeff Daniels is actually on there, which confused me at first. But I guess since he was in that miniseries, it makes sense. Y'all want to hear some of the other titles? Some of them are good. Some of them are a little baffling. Yeah, great. We'll see how uh, computers still don't quite understand humans. So Liam Neeson is on there. Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe. Then you have uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, which already being Lincoln, that's kind of greedy. You have Brian Cranston, so we can get Heisenberg as George Washington. Very interesting. Gary Oldman. Tom Hanks. I don't really buy it. That doesn't work for me. He doesn't have the gravitas, I think, to do that. Viggo Mortensen. Aragorn himself, the king of Gondor and Arnor. That is something that could pull me along. The most interesting one on there was Denzel Washington, which, hey, if we're going for colorblind casting like they do in the Hamilton musical, that is a scenario where I could see it working. Otherwise, it feels like Chad GPT is just pulling from a list of top 10 richest movie stars and it crumbled it all into this. So anyway, that's what the internet
2: thinks. You have the same last name and Denzel Washington is from Mount Vernon, New York, just like George Washington is from obviously Mount Vernon, Virginia. But there you go. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, if anyone could pull it off, it's Denzel Washington. But I find he, along with the other choices that GPT gave you, might be a bit too old for my formula, which is... He's 51 when the event occurs in Newburgh and I'm flashing back. So that's why I thought Henry Cavill would be a good choice because he's 40 years old and he could, of course, pull off a 51-year-old Washington and he can also pull off an 18 or 22 or 25-year-old
1: Washington. That's true. Yeah, that's the thing with these movies. Like with the Irishman, when they had Robert De Niro, I think he's well in excess of 80 years old playing a 20-year-old guy. All the CGI in the world is not going to make him look like a 20-year-old. There's a little bit of uncanny valley
2: there. And don't forget, since Henry Cavill played Superman at Clark Kent, he's used to putting on glasses, which is key for the Newberg scene where Washington puts the spectacles on.
3: Yeah, that whole business of having the mustache digitally removed for Superman with the reshoots because of Mission Impossible. So he can handle different looks, having teeth,
2: not having teeth, go all sorts of different directions. I'm sold. It's Henry Cavill. No, there it is. We got it. Call us Hollywood. And he needs work because he's not Superman
0: anymore. Yeah, that's right. He's not on The Witcher anymore. And you'll notice that a lot of my choices were British actors. I don't know if that's because that's where all defined actors come from, or but they don't have problems with uh, American accents. And that's one thing I'd be curious, I'd really be curious to hear Washington's accent. Do you have anything on that, Richard? I know you've never heard the accents, never been recorded, of course, but we're talking about mid-18th century Virginia.
2: Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I mean, he was a fourth generation American by that point. The most I know about his voice is that it was pretty breathy. He apparently earlier in his life when he suffered from, I'm not sure what it was, tuberculosis or something, it kind of left him. But I've heard that he did have a British accent. So who knows? His particular accent, there's a book I read about a year ago
3: called Albion Seed, which I highly recommend, and it talks about the different migration patterns from England to America. So you have the Scotch Irish and Appalachia from the border between Scotland and Ireland and Northern Ireland, the Virginian Royalists, the Puritans from another part of England, Anglia, and the Pennsylvania Quakers. And each of these different populations mostly had a distinct accent, which they've largely retained. And for British people to come to America in the 1700s, 1800s was very odd for them because these regional accents from the 1600s were mostly still alive in the colonies. So if you were to go to an area, if you were going to go to Brooklyn and people sound like some silent era actress with a ridiculous over-the-top accent, like Harley Quinn from Batman, that kind of uh, accent still lived on in America. So there were some interesting artifacts floating around there. Which also is an aspect of Washington that, as long as we're sort of talking about dreamcasting, my dream is if it could really follow themes of the Ron Chernow book and the way that the Lincoln movie followed the Doris Kearns Goodwin book and focus on the team of rivals thing of Lincoln bringing different people together. I think Washington, you have an America that's really not an America. You have people that don't really feel loyalty to a larger cause. They're just friends of convenience that have a common enemy. But Washington's incredible self-sacrifice, so when he's putting on his spectacles of the speech that we mentioned earlier, and when people could see that he was risking his fortune, his sacred honor, his personal health, and everything that's the sacrifice was the thing that knit together and sustained a group of people that otherwise i don't think would have stayed together
0: especially in hard times like valley forge just going back to that book you mentioned i seed what a great title for a book
1: yeah recommend to listeners check it out all right so we've heard mark's pitch for george washington next up we're going to have scott rank give his pitch for a historical movie
0: Join me next time to hear my fellow roundtablers' big and bold movie proposals. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying images. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride.